0: Good evening, Radio Land. You're listening to WUSC-FM and HD1 Columbia. I hope you guys enjoyed that last show. That was Kate with Origami and her, I think it is, K-pop tunes. And I hope you guys are ready to switch gears a little bit as we switch it over to our new segment. I'm your host, Leah Robinson, and joined with me, as always, is Sarah Hudock-Jeffrey. And you're listening to Cockadoodle News. You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD One Columbia. We hope if you're listening and you have an opinion you'd like to share, a news story you want us to address, or you just want to chat, please feel free to call us at. Call us at the station at 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-WUSC. If you can't reach us on the phone, feel free to reach out online by searching WUSC News on Facebook and Twitter. And if you want to get in touch with the station, the number is the same, but the handles are different. So you can find the station on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by simply searching WUSC. Um. As Kate just plugged a little bit there, but I'm going to go ahead and re-say that because we definitely want you guys to come out to our last show this season, this year, this decade, actually. So, this is a huge, huge show, yes. Last show of the decade. I think that's, like, a really good name for it. Um, So, that is going to be at Curiosity Coffee located at 2327 Main Street. Um, Once again, that's tomorrow, December the 3rd. The doors open at six. It'll be $10 for tickets at the door and $8 for advanced tickets. And I can try to find out and let you guys know at the end of the show um, where you buy those advanced tickets. There might be a link on the WUSC website, but I think it's an Eventbrite link. Um, So I'll try to ask someone about that. And there will be DJs there, as Kate said, DJs, artists, whatever. they. um, I'm not sure if they specifically DJ or sing um, named Infinity Kiss. Here's Kachi and Sorry Girls. So um, I've heard that this is a really, really good lineup. And just come out, guys. Like we said, it's our last show of the decade. So it's definitely something you want to be a part of. Who doesn't want a decade throwdown, right? <laughs> um, we hope everyone had a really great Thanksgiving and followed by a fierce Black Friday, if you guys are into that. I talked to a lot of people this year who said that they don't even Black Friday shop anymore because it gets so crazy. Um, which luckily for me, I don't ever experience that craziness. I have, have you? never gone
1: shopping on Fla- Black Friday. So really? I've, I don't even know. I, I don't know. I've, I've done Cyber Monday stuff, but mm-hmm. I've never gone Black Friday shopping. I don't know why.
0: I <laughs> See, for me, Black Friday is like my holiday. <laughs> I, I don't even think that I'm really into Thanksgiving that much. I'm just ready to go shopping on Friday. So um, we always go Black Friday shopping. But we since they have started doing the thing where they open on Thursdays now... We usually go on Thursday, so oh. maybe we're there before the madness. Apparently, people camp out before Thursday now. I don't know.
1: That is a lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: So there was Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday—all a frenzy—and um, we had a lot to be thank or a lot to be thankful for on Thursday, followed by two days of just racking up and being ready to give um, for the holiday season. And so following that up, we have Giving Tuesday tomorrow. And um, Giving Tuesday is a global generosity movement unleashing the power of people and organizations to transform their communities and the world. Um, This was Giving Tuesday was created in 2012. And it's just basically a day that encourages people to collaborate with and give back to their communities and others. And you can read all about Giving Tuesday on their website, givingtuesday.org. Thanks to ABC Columbia, we learned that this year in Columbia, we have the opportunity to support our local Girl Scouts. Um, serving 22 counties in South Carolina, we can help, we can donate to the Girl Scouts and help them, you know, continue to fund some of the things they do. Um, Sarah, do you know anything I know that they do? Um, Things like they go hiking and go camping together. But I think most importantly, you know, Girl Scouts just creates a safe space for little girls to grow as leaders and learn as leaders, as well as being able to collaborate with, you know, girls their age and that's just always something important I learned you know being on sports teams when I was little how important it is just to have that interaction and to learn to grow together and work together so if you guys want to help and donate to Girl Scouts you can this is a long link so be prepared if you're writing it down get out a notepad it is girlscouts.org slash backslash en backslash adults adults with an S backslash donate dot html and you can follow the links to either support the Girl Scouts of USA as a whole or you can follow the link to support the Girl Scouts in your um, local region or your local Girl Scout Council Um, so yeah guys let's get ready to give back on Tuesdays we love the holidays just because you know it's such a warm time and you know that's this this is really what the holidays is about it's not about receiving it's about giving so yeah. definitely let's all participate in giving tuesday
1: yeah that's awesome yeah I, i'm i agree i think you know the girl scouts are amazing i was never a part of it because i grew up doing sports as well so mm-hmm. i feel like i had that kind of you know group of girls that i could grow up and and kind of learn with but you know i think girl scouts do you know a really amazing job and I think it's definitely something that needs to be supported. So yeah, definitely donate. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, so next, Sarah's going to tell us a little bit about how to shop sustainably this holiday season. Yes.
1: Yeah. So now that Thanksgiving is over, I feel like it is appropriate to start talking about buying gifts. So... Whether you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or none of the above, if you're buying presents this December and care about the environment, according to the New York Times, there are some things you can do to shop more sustainably. So the first and most important tip is to start early. So whenever you start early, there is less of a need for expedited shipping, which means less trucks and more efficient truck trips and it's more it's easier to consolidate your items into fewer deliveries again leading to less trips that the trucks need to take and less emissions in general and also you'll buy more thoughtful gifts which leads to less panic purchases and less returned items so you know whenever you plan out a gift for someone that's more thoughtful and helpful they're more likely to actually use it and it's not just going to sit around and accumulate clutter and so the third or sorry the second tip is combine your holiday shopping with other errands or on your way home from work to decrease the marginal distance for shopping. Again, just decreasing the amount of time that you're in the car. Also saves you a lot of time. Third tip is buy used and secondhand items. I don't know about you, Leah, but I personally love receiving and buying secondhand items because I feel like they're very unique. A lot of times they're more personal and thoughtful. And also you're reducing your carbon footprint by buying secondhand. And a lot of times you can get more high-end things for a cheaper price. So, all around, just a really great idea. Fourth tip is, whenever you're buying beauty products, aim for brands with reusable or recyclable containers or no plastic at all. So, according to Bizarre Magazine, some brands that are that use sustainable packaging include Burt's Bees, um, Aveda, Yes To, The Body Shop, Dior, and Mac. And that's just a few of... Uh, some really great brands that use sustainable materials. And also for vegan beauty products, according to the New York Times, some brands include Pacifica, Derma E, La Labo, and for some more uh, inexpensive options, Wet and Wild and Elf you can find in any drugstore. And the fifth tip is make a climate-friendly donation in someone's name. I, in general, think that donations for presents are such a good idea, and I really like that. And there are
0: a lot of groups. Oh, yeah, fun- those are really nice. Presents. Yeah,
1: I wish that was, you know, I like how Facebook uh, has made that. So, when, you know, whenever it's your birthday, you can have people donate to a charity. Like, I wish that oh, was. Oh, my
0: goodness. I didn't know that they yeah, did that. Yeah, yeah. I, that was I, great.
1: Yeah, for my birthday last year, I had uh, everyone donate to the ACLU, and that was really fun. And I think that should definitely be. (laughs) I I think. Well, of course, I got other gifts as well. I'm not that much of a saint, (laughs) but I think it's just a great idea in general, and a really, um, really good idea for Christmas, especially since you know a lot of times Christmas can be kind of consumerist, or any kind of gift giving holiday can Mm -hmm. be kind of consumerist. So I think that you know. There is a lot of uh, climate friendly groups that focus on food waste, forest protection and restoration, girls education and pollution. Just make sure to look up the charity that you're donating to. Make sure it's reputable. And, you know, I think that's a great idea. And number six is don't be afraid of buying gift cards. (laughs) Um, It might seem a little less personal. But um, they can help your family and friends avoid unwanted stuff. <laughs> um, so they're going to be having less stuff around their house, you know, less clutter. In general, just kind of you know, being able to choose what they want to spend their money on. And the seventh tip is to wrap sustainably. So you can use gift bags and include a little note that asks your gift receiver to reuse the bag, which I think is super Aww. cute. <laughs> and then you can also you know, use old newspapers or old roadmaps, or uh, if you really want to be creative, you can decorate old paper bags uh, for a really good way to still wrap gifts. So yeah, in general, I think you know there are so many ways that we can be shopping more sustainably, and you know this is something that I personally don't ever really think too much about. I like if I need to buy something, I go buy it, Mm -hmm. and I am that person who waits to the last minute to buy gifts usually. So I think in general, to sum up everything, you know, go start early, buy good gifts, you know, thoughtful gifts, because it does everything you do makes a little bit of an impact. Um, And then there's this one quote. Kate Keeley, who is a spokeswoman for the Natural Resources Defense Council, said, There is nothing more aligned with the spirit of the season than thinking about the impact our choices have on the world our children and grandchildren will inherit. So I thought that was just a really sweet article. That so, is.
0: yeah. What 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 do you think about shopping sustainably? Um, I actually love that. So one thing that you said that um, I was like, okay, I need to do that is combining holiday shopping with Aaron's shopping mm-hmm. and not even just in with holiday shopping. I feel like um, mo- more recently because I will kind of waste food. I have a habit of having it in my fridge too long. I've just been like, go get it when I need it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, wow, I'm taking way too many (laughs) trips to the grocery store. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need to go out and get one thing at a time. I can definitely do a bunch of things at once. And then there are other times whenever I try to do that because I'm too lazy. So sometimes it works. And I love reusing gift bags. Yes. Because when I get cute, special ones, I always want to, like, you know – sisterhood of the traveling gift bag or something of the sort yeah i feel
1: like i don't know i always feel bad about recycling gift bags usually because like in within a friend group i'm not going to like recycle one of my friends gift bags because i'm like "Ah, i don't want to like you know look cheap but Uh, i think if you include a little include a little note that says please reuse this i mean what what else can you do you know i think it makes more sense Um, i think that it's a really cute way to do that and yeah, I think I think I'm definitely gonna be doing that a lot. I, I mean, in my in my house, my whole life, pretty much, my mom has always had like a little sh- uh, shelf full of old gift bags mm-hmm. that I can just reuse. So. I think that is a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think that's such a mom thing. My yeah. mom also <laughs> hoards, like, a lot of gift bags and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so absolutely, Sarah. Thanks for that. And yeah. I hope everyone, you know, took some notes because I was thinking that they would be, like, life or death things, you know, really hard to do. But those yeah. are pretty easy tips to just, you know, hang on to and just take into consideration this holiday season. Yeah. So that is so perfect. Mm-hmm. And... Um, switching gears a little bit, what is not so perfect was for our Gamecocks, the ending to our football season um, this past Saturday. Um, so when I think of Thanksgiving, I always think of three Fs, right? Family, football, or family food and football. So I know that, <laughs> that <is important>. pretty <laughs> much everyone in South Carolina probably was tuned into rival- Rivalry weekend this past weekend. Um, with the Clemson Tigers facing off against the Gamecocks at home. And um, it was a noon game, an early game. And we talked about this um, not last week but two weeks ago. I know Nick said he was going to go to the Tiger Burn, So I really wish he could have been here to talk a little bit about that. But I'm sure it went really well. Um, But – those of you that tuned in unfortunately saw that the Gamecocks fell to Clemson um the Tigers beat the Gamecocks 38 to 3 making their record a perfect 12 and 0 and next week Clemson will face off number against number 22 Virginia for the ACC championship and that's going to be um I could be wrong I believe it's at Clemson It's going to be December 7th at 7.30, and um, according to my dad, who is a really good someone that I rely on for sports talk, that's going to be a really, really good game. So um, I guess there has been, you know, in picking the schedules for the year, um, some teams have easier schedules. Some, you know, they just want to get to the playoffs. Some teams have much harder schedules. And so I think that, you know, unfortunately for us, we were a team that had a very, very hard schedule. We had one of the hardest schedules, I believe it was, in the NCAA. And I don't think that Clemson's schedule was too hard. So mm-hmm. I think that um, maybe us, for one, going into this game, and this game made us 4-8, and eight, so we didn't have the best record going into it. And, you know, sometimes – you're just tired and you know i think it maybe was just the last game um i think that maybe there was a little bit of intimidation because of the rivalry history because of the undefeated record that clemson held and you know quite possibly trevor lawrence who commentators would not stop you know basking about how gifted (laughs) he was so um and he's a he's a freshman. Too. He's a sophomore now. Oh, he, oh he's a sophomore yeah, now. But yeah, he oh. he was the first. <laughs> or no, as a true freshman, he led them to the national championship, yes, and yes. he was the first to do that since 1985. Amazing. Yeah. yeah so I mean, yeah, he definitely <laughs> deserves his props. The yes. kid is great. He's doing things, yeah. but um, you know, unfortunately for our Gamecocks, it was a tough ending, but a good ending. We love the Gamecocks anyway, and we always will. And also, following that, or the ending to that season, there were a lot of changes made to the coaching staff, which I found um, just, I guess, not so surprising because, according to ABC Columbia, this is Gamecock's worst football season since 2015. But it was just a bit shocking, just because there had been talk about Will Muschamp possibly, well. I think the fans were more so talking about Will Muschamp getting um, replaced as a head coach, not the board or the directors or anything like that, because they showed that they have faith in him and he will be the head coach. So in lieu of the loss against Clemson in the um, season coming to a close, he actually made changes and – um Brian McClendon was demoted. He was back, demoted back-to-wide receiver coach. And um, quarterback coach and Dan Warner and strength and conditioning coordinator Jeff Dillman were fired. Really? And yes, I believe that was done by Will, Will Muschamp, which, as the coach, I think that he is the one. Because, you know, And this I was telling Sarah earlier that um, I know my sports, but there are a lot of details that, you know, I don't know everything about. And one thing is just kind of like the order of operators and whenever it comes to, you know, who does what, who makes decisions on. And I know it's different with the NFL, but there's directors, there's Mm -hmm. owners, you know, all that stuff. I don't think there's owners in college, but either way, um, I believe that Will Muschamp was the one that um, made that decision. So, and, you know, I think that that was huge as a quarterback coach. So I think that that quite possibly is saying a lot. Um, you know, we had we had a good quarterback this year, and he um, definitely was playing through some tough times. So um, so many props for that. But, you know, I think we definitely – I think he just thinks that we could have had someone better. We needed someone working harder. Um, And just with the outcome of our season, there's definitely room to think that. And in addition to that, Jake Bentley has um, announced that he is transferring for his final season. Really? Yes. Wow. So if I'm correct, which I should be because this is my team, um, Jake Bentley was the quarterback before. Um, Halinsky came on the team and Halinsky has been starting quarterback since then so um, Jake actually released a tweet just saying or composed a tweet basically saying you know he thanks his coach his teammates his um, and specifically well, he thanked Will Muschamp specifically he thanked all the other coaches his teammates and also specifically Marcus Latimer And um, I think just made a decision that a lot of boys are forced to whenever they put their, you know, kind of entire four years on the line, essentially. They do something that is going to be determining their future. And, you know, a lot of money is put into it and things like that. So a lot of times I think these boys often feel like they have to transfer um, once they get benched. So I think he made a good choice and we'd obviously wish him the best next year but I think more importantly we are definitely looking forward to see what USC does with our season next year since mm-hmm. um we just we're going to have two new coaches. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there's been any word on who will replace them and also I'm not sure that there will be because I know that normally only the head coach is something like or the head coach is a position that kind of is talked about and discussed amongst people so it might just be something under the radar but you know we hope just see them do something great next season yeah I think just better than four and eight is great <laughs>
1: yeah I'm glad I'm a freshman so I have a you know I have Three, three, three and a half years. more mm-hmm. semester or three and a half more years to see what's gonna happen with our gamecock football I'm you yeah. know hoping for the best, you know, and I think, yeah, we did have a really, really rough schedule this year, and I know it a was. lot of a lot of people, at the Clemson game were saying that. Clemson shouldn't be top four because they haven't played a top twenty five team. Right. And, right. So. Um, I had a I had a friend who like wrote that on a T shirt and went to the game. Um, but yeah, I I you know I think yeah we did definitely have a I I just that doesn't make any sense to me. You know I feel like, you know within within the past few years I feel like Clemson should definitely have a really tough schedule as well. Mm-hmm. So that's a little interesting to me. I don't know exactly you know how how that works out. But
0: <laughs> um, well, what I was told was that the athletic director picks the schedule. Oh really. And yeah, and um you're you know, the harder the schedule that goes into your ranking. So things like that matter, but just that they kind of wanted to make it to the playoffs. So Yeah. That, you know, schedule is based on that and Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens in the ACC championship next weekend. But, you know, so far, it looks like they they did what they were trying to do. They're making it back to the playoffs. So, um, oh, yeah, they did make it back to the playoffs. So, yeah, they did it. But um, just little weather update since it is actually starting to get cold. It's actually been weird um, because I heard that it was, like, 70 this past weekend. Yeah. Um, it is back down in the 50s. Today we had a high of 56 Tomorrow it'll be 50, and... Tomorrow's a high of 50. Or no, tomorrow is a high of 55, mm-hmm. and then Wednesday, 62, all day mm-hmm. sunny, and then Thursday we get up to 64, so that's pretty good, back down to 61 on Friday, so mid-50s, 60s weather all week, it should be pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, tune in every... Well, we are actually coming up on our last few shows so definitely tune in this Wednesday this Friday and we should be back next Monday Wednesday and Friday and then I think that's it that's our season so thank you guys for tuning in all season long and make sure that you tune in for our last couple of shows and definitely stay tuned um, for what we have coming up for you next season we are just really really excited about you know taking the news to the next level and reporting to you guys as much as we can so as always i'm your host leah robinson and with me is my incredible co-host sarah Jeffrey. and thank you guys for listening have a great evening this has been cockadoodle news on WUSC. don't forget to check us out on facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 p.m.